Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. As always, Stephanie's with me. Again, you honor us by allowing us to come across your radios. And Stephanie, man, how are you this morning? Good morning, Doug. I had the phone on mute because, you know, I've been doing some stress eating today since... Uh, I've been hearing I, the stress eating in the background. I'm just being upfront yeah, with you. I, I you know, hear Mrs. the crunching. McClure, yeah. Mrs. McClure introduced us. Gwen, what a lady. These, yeah. Uh, She's one of my heroes. Oh, I love that family. Yeah. To these, you know, I've, I've entered the world of not no dairy and no gluten. And yeah. I thought, boy, there's no, not, no fun things to eat anymore. Well, I was dead wrong because these gluten-free Oreos. I mean, they're all sugar and like rice flour or something, but they're so yeah. good. I mean, they are they're so good. Oh, and, you know, man. I can't have a chocolate bar anymore. I can't go grab my Hershey bar. So I'm grabbing these and, you know, considering the life I've been leading. Yeah. I don't think I'm doing too bad eating a gluten-free Oreo. Hey, I'm not judging you, man. Listen, hey, folks, if you want to eat Oreos out there, eat them. I just, if you look at my personal page, I put out the most stuff Oreo cookie. They must have given some. The company must have gave some to the USO. That that cookie. That was traumatizing. About a half inch thick of cream in the middle. And it wasn't, you know, and they didn't like water down the cream. Can I tell you something, folks? Uh, that cookie, it didn't, it, w- it was solid, man. And it, it was a righteous bite. Uh, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it, 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 it kind of changed my life. And, you know, you go over to the USO and they give you cookies and soda. And I mean, you can eat whatever you want. We we're at the airport like wow. six hours before a plane goes away, seven hours, because eight hours, I don't know, a long time. And, uh, so we go to USO lay around then we got booted out of there for new recruits and we should have been booted out of there for new recruits. And, and so we handed down into the gate and we hung around and then I went and ordered a pizza at a place called Nana's in Milwaukee and pizza came out burnt. So I said, well, just give me some oh, of that no. Oleo spaghetti and pl- instead of it. So they made me a plate of spaghetti, which said contained a little bit of ground red pepper. I think they tried to get me back. I'm just telling the whole world right now, a tablespoon of ground red pepper and a little plate of spaghetti is too much. Man, my heartburn was, and I couldn't help but eat it. It tasted good. And then when I'm all done eating, my, I mean, I'm breathing fire. I'm trying to find ice cream. I'm begging people for an ice cube. I am drank all Debbie's iced tea. She's buying gallons of water. I mean, it was ugly. I'm so sorry. And Nana's, you can't do that to people out there in the Milwaukee airport. You can't, you burn my pizza and then you burn my insides. All right. So I'm just saying, we're just getting this out of the way, right? Stop it. You know, oh, stop hurting great. people like this. I've had enough. You know, I should have just <laughs> ate more stuffed Oreo cookies. I don't know what were they called? Jumbo stuff, overstuffed. I don't I don't know. You know, you, know, you can't buy them. I was in the store today. I was going to buy some for my kids just to just to let them experience the blessing. 
And uh, so they called it most stuff with only one F. Most, the most stuff with only one F. And they show you a picture of that cookie. And, and, and let me just say this to your friends. It is the most stuff. So today's word, we're going to move along. Today's word is purity. And, and boy, there's so much connotation what goes with that. We understand that there's physical purity, there's purity in our emotional purity, there's purity, uh, I guess sexual would be a way to say it. You know, God intends us to have a one-person physical relationship, and that's what we, you know, subscribe to, that, uh, you know, your relationship is within a marriage. And uh, But, Stephanie, there's a lot of other things that are of purity, too, and I think we should hit the whole gamut. And uh, one verse that comes to my mind right off the back is, blessed are the pure in heart, for mm. they shall see God. And, I mean, that that also comes to mind. And then that other verse when we talk about, uh, you know, the, the sexual side and, and uh, uh, where it says flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication, sinneth against his own body. And I, I think a couple things I want to say, Stephanie, as I pass this over to you, and I know that you and I are in the same place, and uh, you and Debbie and I have been at all these camps where this comes up over and over again. This is, you know, listen, purity, uh, when someone gets raped, held down, hurt as a child, uh, you're not losing your purity in the eyes of God. And, uh, and, and I just want to say this to the other side of that. And I want Stephanie to talk on that. She's really good. We're talking to ladies about this. And, but I, there's another side to this whole purity thing too, Stephanie. And I think this is a big deal. And, you know, I'm just using a Christian encyclopedia to pick these words and stuff, but a concordance, but this is, this is what comes to my mind is, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, purity is emotional as much as physical as well. And yeah. so having that pure heart, having that pure body, it's emotional too. I've known people that just emotionally fall apart over, you know, uh, every guy who wears a cowboy hat. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. <laughs> but I know what God has plan- planned. And I'm not picking on you people out west. I'm really not, you know. I am not. I thought, I thought you were thinking about liberty. Or no, something. don't. Why did you bring up her name? We think we've found someone for Liberty. We just got to get her dad and her to concur. We found a great man, an engineer. We, we think we've got it worked out while we were there. And, but so I'm not even thinking about Liberty, but Liberty does like cowboys. So I'll say that, right? She is a cowboy liker, and, uh, but I'm going to leave her alone because she's my dear friend and I love her. All right. But anyway, Stephanie, going back to this issue, we're not picking on, you know, wouldn't it be funny if Liberty marries a guy who never wears a cowboy hat? It would be hilarious considering how Whoa. much you talked about it. What if she what if she marries a guy who wears a baseball cap backwards or something? I mean, you, you won't know. know how to process that. Yeah, but we're not that's... talking. Oh, yeah, we're gonna leave Liberty alone because she needs to be left alone. She's a fine lady who's out there serving God as a Christian school teacher. But this one I want to say, uh, Stephanie, this is where we need our help here. I think especially. Um, we had mentioned, so as we do our numbers, folks, just so you understand what we're talking about, uh, about a third of the people we see at camps and stuff are people who've been physically abused. And and, and many, in, in most of those cases, if not all, uh, it's been some kind of physical abuse against a young lady or a young man. And uh, we, we always tell people, and I want Stephanie to talk about this, is, listen, you didn't choose that. You know, yeah. you're pure in God's eyes and you got to just move forward as if you are, cause some people lose it at that point. And, and that's why I hated using this word. I even put it off for a week or so because 
because we're always talking to people who've been hurt this way, and we don't want them to think it has anything to do with them. It has stuff to do with 30% of the population of people with PTSD. But talk about this, Stephanie. You know, these people, you talk to these ladies all the time, and I talk to these men. Talk to us a little bit about this idea of purity. Well, obviously, purity is a very broad, it's a very broad subject, and it's something that I think Satan loves to take and pervert and use as a guilt tool. Um, and I, I, to some extent, I can speak from personal experience. When you go through things that leave you um, violated or feeling like you're trash and you're worthless. Yeah. It, it's almost like part of inside of you feels like it's been violated and perverted. And, um, you know, I, last week, I, I remember I, t- I told you and Debbie, I feel so dirty inside how and I can't wash it off. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of men or women that go through assault, that go through rape scenarios, molestation, anything like that. It's a filth that you feel like you can't wash off. Well, guess what? The beauty that God gave to me last week was the beauty of, you're right, I can't, I can't, it was like the Lord said, you can't wash that off. Yeah. But my blood can. And the verse that the Lord gave me in the midst of struggling with a lot this last week was the verse that David cried out, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And, you know, we often put antiquate that verse with, sin in our life that we need to that we need to confess and forsake to move on and and that is the case sometimes but god gave me that verse last week not not in um connotation with sin in my life yeah but with connotation that no matter how dirty and violated and awful my heart and everything about me felt because of the situation i was dealing with God can create in me a new heart. He can grow a new heart in me for this stage. You know, we talked about healing yesterday. Yeah. And and I found myself crying out to God saying, God, give me a new heart. Give me a new spirit that is healed, that is supernaturally washed from all of this filth. And does that mean the memories all go away? Does that mean the trauma of whatever you've been through goes away? No. But it's like God gives you back that purity that you had never lost, but the Satan tried to steal from you. And if you have been assaulted, if you have had, you know, been violated as a man, a woman, a child, you are before God blameless. Yeah, there you go. And it doesn't matter if your innocency has been stolen. Your, your purity cannot be stolen by someone else. And there's so much beauty in that. And if you're and if you're one of those people, before we go to commercial, I want to sneak this in. Who's just messed up and uh, you know was outside that one person physical relationship? Just stop what you're doing and get right with God. Follow what it says in Psalm one nineteen nine. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse yes. his way by taking heed thereto according to Thy word? Just start right now. 
following what God has for you, doing what God has for you, and turn around. And, and, and just from this moment forward, go straight, go clean. And I know there's people out there listening to my voice who have been through the worst of worst. They've been through divorces. They've been through, hey, starting right now, let's go straight down the line with God. And let's make sure we get that right yes. person. Let, let's make sure we're dating those right people. Let's make sure that the life we live now falls into all those categories. Because we're going to mess up, Stephanie. <clears throat> yeah. We are yep. going to make mistakes. Hey, folks, I got to run right now over to our radio stations, and uh, they're going to tell you a couple things, and we'll be right back with you. So hang with us. Come right back. Well, thanks for coming back. And uh, we're over here in the book of Proverbs. We're in the 22nd Proverb, and I, I'm glad we covered that, Stephanie. I know it's one of those subjects that – kind of sticks to you we really don't want to talk about these things we're just grabbing that's what i'm saying we're grabbing words out of a concordance just about every word we say we can think of an individual who's going through junk right now yeah. <laughs> we're talking to too many people man and uh uh hence hence yeah. triggerville usa yeah. <laughs> and i want you to know why i chose that word purity for today uh if you read proverbs twenty two eleven, i think you'll see what we're talking about it says he that loveth pureness of the heart for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. And so it's that idea of, you know, loving that purity of your heart, being that pureness. And, uh, you know, there's a different level. Inner purity shows through. You know, yeah. it, it, it does. And, I mean, I don't care where you've been to, what you've been through, where you come from, where you're going. When we get that right, when we trust God, when we step out, Boy, it, it shows. And, you know, uh, mm -hmm. true godliness and wisdom, I mean, they just come out, Stephanie. It's yeah. hard to understand. And uh, the, the king will be your friend. The great men will be your friend. God will be your friend. It just comes out. Uh, it comes out of men and women. We were talking a little while ago about our dear friend there at Emmanuel who took the time to run out in the parking lot and say goodbye to us Sunday night. And uh, Stephanie was talking a little bit about that. Not only say hello while we were there, but Sunday night went out of her way uh, to run out to our cars as we were loading up. And it's a lot harder for Stephanie loading up with me. I just grabbed a couple kids. I, I forgot who I had. I think one was Emmy. I'm not sure who the other one was. <laughs> but anyway, you just load the kids in. And uh, and I look at my window, and, and there she comes walking up. And, and that kind of pureness, that kind of purity of your heart, that that kind of grace, Stephanie, it, it's, I can't put my finger on it. Talk about it. It's just different. Well, Honestly, from where I sit, when I read that phrase, pureness of heart, it, there's so much beauty. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to put it into words. When, when someone is pure of heart, it means they're, they're guileless. They're, when you think of Nathaniel, you know, when he came to Jesus and Jesus said, behold, a man in whom there, you know, in whom there is no guile. This is someone who is genuine. This is someone who is real. And they, they don't have a hidden agenda. They're not befriending you because they have this whole agenda that they want to play out in their mind. They're your friend because they're your friend. They're, they're, they state what they state because it's really what they believe. And it says, for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. When you are truly pure of heart, there is a graciousness that will come through your lips there is a pureness, there is a beauty that will flow from your mouth when you have a purity in your heart. Yeah. That it's like God antiquates grace, his grace flowing through us 
with a purity of heart where you're guileless before God. Mm. Yeah, man, it's something different. Just exactly what you're saying. It's just a different level and we should strive for that brethren. It's a different level having that pureness of heart. It's a grace that comes out of your lips when your heart is pure. It's just completely different. Stephanie has that. I really do. I believe she has it. I mean, we get wound up sometime. I, I was explaining to Stephanie last night that, you know, perhaps her and I are a little more wound up than most of the population. So we have to be careful. You know, we take things. We're empaths, 100% empathy. I mean, when you get Stephanie or you get Doug, you get 100% empathy. That's who we are. We, When someone hurts, we hurt We're with them. We're up all night worrying about you. Yeah. Now we're crying it's like we're impasse yeah yeah that's why and uh, that's just who we are and uh and 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 i think god makes us that way and look at that verse 12 and it says the eyes of the lord preserve knowledge and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor and and i'm thinking about you know the eyes of the lord whenever i see something when it talks about that God sees us, that he can take note of things, he knows what we're doing, uh, that he can overthrow. Th- I mean, this verse right here immediately, again, without digging into a commentary, I, you don't even have to, I think, with this verse. Right away, Stephanie, this verse reminds us that God's watching us. Right away, this this verse uh, r- reminds us that the Lord can preserve knowledge and that he can overthrow the knuckleheads. That's what I'm getting out of this, and I am so... So glad you worked that knucklehead word in because I was thinking. I haven't, I haven't used that word in four or five podcasts and that bothers me. But, but do you, do you see this verse the same way, Stephanie? Tell me I'm not messed up. God's looking at us. Knowledge is important and uh, knuckleheads are thrown out. Well, this is what I see. The eyes of the Lord. You think we have the verse, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose hearts are are seeking him. And what I see here is the eyes of the Lord. They're watching. Yeah. They preserve knowledge. And what I believe this is referring to, and you can tell me if I messed up, they preserve truth. God knows the truth. God knows what's going on. And then it says, and he overthroweth. That's right. And I love that word, that yeah. word, because it makes me so happy because that's what Jesus did in the temple. He overthrew Praise the him. tables yeah. of the money changers. And God it's this idea of wrath against the words of the transgressor. You know, we have a bunch of transgressors out there, whether it's in the world or even in so-called Christian circles. God knows. And God knows. And he, and he promises no matter what their words are, no matter how they try to cloak what they're doing, God says, I'm going to, I'm going to overthrow it. And that just to me is like, it makes me want to smile because it says God is still God and he's still watching and he's still in control. And he, he distorts, you know, he throws distortions out there so people will know the truth. He, he's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's overthrowing the words of the transgressor and, 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 you know, God will find you, be sure your sin will find you out. And, And God, you know, God's eyes are upon you and you people out there hurting people and, 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 and things of that, those people that are hurting you out there, those people that are no good, those, we might even have people listening to this radio, st- you know, station or the show, uh, that are herders. And, and let me tell you something, you know, God sees you and, yeah. and, and there's, there's a day of reckoning coming. And, uh, and I'm here to tell you, you, you can't hide from God. And when God's ready, the boom is coming. And, yeah. uh, 
And, and you, you know, Amen. And, you know, <laughs> and, and, and let me just say this, Stephanie, I mean, so f- we're so hurt. So I'm saying everybody listening to us, you know, everybody here in this radio right now, there's so many of us who've been hurt by transgressors. Every one of us. I, I don't think, I don't think you can go through a week without a transgressor hurting somebody. You know, we, we go out of our way to make sure our kids are educated properly, do the right things, go to, but you can't stop it. You know, it's going to come. We can't keep our kids hidden inside the house. We can't lock down the doors. We can't stop it, but we can teach the truth. And the truth is that God sees us. God sees everybody and the transgressors. It's coming. I think that's the truth. And we have to teach that, you know, it's like the five why questions from Emmy. And we talk about these a lot. Emmy being Stephanie's youngest daughter at the time she asked these why questions. I think she had just turned three years old. She had just felt comfortable enough to hang with me and really tell me what's going on. I mean, this is a girl that was born in 2016 and her dad was murdered in 2018. So this is, you know, a girl who is two years old, really dealing with things in life. And you forget how people deal with things differently. Uh, Stephanie has eight children. All eight children deal with the loss of their dad and life and the things that are thrown at them differently. Our whole world does. But that little three-year-old girl at that time had gotten to the point where she's, why did daddy die? Why are bad people, why are they getting to live? Why are bad people in the world? You know, those million-dollar questions that we ask ourselves, why don't I remember my daddy? Probably the hardest question she said to me. But this is the point here I think that's so important is we got to teach our children there are transgressors in this world and God sees them. Don't be like them. Don't be one of them. God sees these transgressors in your life. And, and, and God knows. And that's why if we transgress, if we trespass, whatever you want to call it, if we sin against, if we hurt somebody, and we're not doing it at the level of a lot of you who are listening to us who've been physically hurt, shot at, all the different things. I talked to a policeman the other night who got shot at, was able to get away, and then they put the guy in jail for 25 years. He, the guy let him out after five or ten, and he shot and killed another cop. And, uh, but listen, God sees all that. And we somehow, Stephanie, I know we're coming to the end of this radio show, but somehow we come to the end of this knowing that God sees everything and he helps knowledge to continue on. And, uh, and, and boy, these transgressors, these throw with the words of the transgressors, they're out. They're not going to, they have no lasting emphasis to them. They're long gone. They die a day later. No one remembers these people, but we remember God. And we remember that God got us. Hey, folks, we sure do love you folks. I know these subjects get weird. But let me tell you, Monday's even going to be more weird probably because it does include Stephanie and I as we continue on and see what hey. God's word has to say. <laughs> We're goofy people. We're just being up front with you. And if you want to get a hold of us, go out there on that Facebook page, Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'd love to talk to you about the retreat, things going on. We want to tell you about the retreat. we got to do that, Stephanie. Let's fit that in. We're going to do that yeah. this next week. We want to tell you about everybody. we got to spend time with Mr. Kagan, one of God's greatest people. Zach, we were with Zach Knight, Katie Knight. That's one shy lady, but let me tell you, she's as nice as they got him. We'll tell you about everybody. We love you. Have a great day. Contact us. Please listen to every word Brother Eric has to say. He's going to be sharing with you the wonderful words of life and how to know for sure you're going to heaven. We'll talk to you real soon. May God bless you. Hey, with that smile that only God can give you today. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. 
It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.